Love Talk Radio. Now give me my theme music. Welcome to the war room. We got Dez, Air, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. PlayStation Radio. Once again, live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. Of course, on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev Mack. I'm at the War Room Roundtable, as usual, with my brothers, B. Austin, Jimmy the Blueprint. We all up in the building. Uh, the divisional round is come and gone, so now we're down to the final four teams in the NFL in this weekend's championship round. And I am proud to say that our Philadelphia Eagles are still in the mix. We are one of those four teams. Um, let's keep it going, homies. Uh, anyway, trip to Super Bowl 57 is on the line, so we're going to rap about it. Sit back, relax, and bust it up again for the 663rd time with your brothers in the war room, which is the greatest man cave in the history of mankind. So, look, episode 663 starts now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, IG, Farmers Only, uh, Christian Mingle, at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at number 323-410-0012. What up, fam bams? I got one question for y'all. One question. Y'all ready for it? No doubt. I'm we ready. Still them boys? Are you ready? We, we still them boys? <laughs> hey. I'm just asking. Boys! <laughs> Yo, at this, at this point, if it was any other sports franchise, I would feel slightly sorry. But because it's them, I need to see this for another 200 years, man. Another 200 Neil, I see you in the chat room, but once again, mine says this chat room is for private users only. I have no clue what that means, <laughs> and I don't look like don't look like I can leave a message, so I don't know why we can't get into our own chat room. That's bogus. Um, yeah, but I, I feel you, B. Like my my thing is, how long will a fan base continue to fall for the same smoke and mirrors, banana in the tailpipe? It's nothing wrong with loving your team. Yo, but, don't don't trip. The commando's about to show you. Hold my beer. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things where, I don't know, year after year. Because it's not just loving your team, believing in your team. I mean, everybody does that. Every fan base is delusional to a certain point. But it's more than delusion with Cowboy fans. They walk around with this sense of entitlement and and then point to championships that most of them, you know, experienced in their childhood. And I'm talking some of them, their childhood was in the 70s, and, and then you got another Yo. crop 
whose childhood was in the 90s, and they're still pointing to that. Like they were, they Yo. had a trip to the to the championship round <laughs> on the line, which they haven't been in in 27 years. Yet we still gotta hear them talking cocky every single yeah. year about Yo, cute, cute the past. Cue up, cue up, cue up my uh, cue up my you know, Look at cue the brain on brackets. Listen, I'm about to give y'all a blog in a little bit that's exactly about this. The Cowboys are the perfect representation of America, man. Mediocrity, cockiness, selling everything, being caught up in the hype as opposed to the substance. What team better represents this country right now in the social media era other than the Cowboys? I don't understand other fan bases who have such a problem with the Cowboys the big being called, on <laughs> they, they have a, a problem with, with them being called America's team. Like, I've never had a problem with that. Like, the Cowboys are, you know, the most valuable NFL franchise. They're the most popular NFL franchise. They're the most talked about NFL franchise. And like you just added to the mix, be the epitome of America. Like, they are America. They're exactly what America is. Mediocrity. <laughs> right. So, like, why do people have such an issue with that? But, yo, I would be exhausted if I was a fan. I mean, there was, like, a little montage on social media of Cowboy fans breaking their televisions. Um, but that's the thing. You'd rather break your own belongings than just disassociate yourself with the nonsense. Man, TVs <laughs> only cost, like, $70 now. That wasn't good. <laughs> true, true, but I still ain't breaking. I ain't, I ain't throwing seventy dollars out the window for for none of these teams. So, so a, a couple things, man. This is this is you know love him or hate him, the uh, the the boy that tried to block me from going to school, like Jerry. Like so, this is a uh, you know part of his genius in terms of what he did since being the owner. Uh, he purchased okay. a team what like eighty nine, eighty eight, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, right, right before they. And, got and, and it's, yeah, and it's it's crazy because I mean, you said the most valuable NFL, yo, they're the most valuable sports franchise in the entire planet, like outside of America, just the planet. Like they are the most valuable sports franchise on the planet. And I mean, look at us, we're leading off. Yo, our hometown team is getting ready to play to go to the bowl, and we're leading off talking about them. Like we're a victim of it as well. Um, yeah. I ain't a victim because I've never this. argued with it. I've never had a problem with it. No, I've no, no, never, no, no. I'm not, what, I, what I mean by what I mean by that is we're a victim of the marketing. I'm not saying that you know it's a bad thing. It is what it is. Like they move the needle. They're what's talked about. Like yo, it's it's one of those things where the Super Bowl could have taken place and somebody could have been crowned the champion of the year. And the very next story is what are the Cowboys doing? Like <laughs> he's literally built a, a brand that's that valuable. Like when people see that star. They have an emotion, whether it's, you know, hate, love, or whatever it may be. And, I mean, to me, this is a story of marketing. I think this is the, the brilliance of, of what they do. Like, whether they want to lose almost doesn't even matter. Actually, this, this, this them losing like this I mean, might even be. It matters to the TV breakers. It don't matter to nobody else. <laughs> I mean, it matters to the TV breakers, but, but what it is, really they're still, they're, yo, they're still showing a, a sense of loyalty and compassion, which is like, is brandwashing like is is literally brandwashing? They have been brandwashed with this this cowboy thing to the point where, like, 
yo, it, it, it's it's almost a religion. And you are you yes, are absolutely yes. correct well, because I would understand that from okay, if you grew up there, that's your your hometown team. So your loyalty is not even really based upon sports; it's based upon yeah. I didn't want to root for the Eagles when they had Rich Kotite. That's what I'm saying. Like I was born into this. You know, that you understand, but if you don't really have anything vested in it except for some feelings, like I ain't gonna keep putting up with this, and I'm damn sure I ain't gonna be breaking my own stuff over their mediocrity. Like we didn't know that this was gonna happen. Like cats, like Stephen A. Smith wasn't telling y'all this from you know, from from the draft that that just be patient and it's gonna happen. So I don't know. Like, it, folks, it is genius by, for, those, by for those folks definitely genius. For those folks, what's the alternative, right? Because this goes to human nature and people's need to belong to something. You know, well, I've yeah, had and, old and, folks and, about, and I, I got for your jump your jump onto the home team if they it, successful. It's, it's about it's about <laughs> emotion. We, we've come to a place in time, and it's always been this way, but it's exacerbated now, where <laughs> Gerald has figured out how to, how to monetize emotion. Like, he creates the emotion of feeling happy in watching football, in watching your team. It's, it's all about emotion. It's not even about winning. You know what I mean? Like it's it's the power of emotion, and it's almost like that whole love hate thing. Like love and hate are almost the same thing. Like winning and losing are almost the same thing with cowboy fans because when they lose, and and it's especially when it's a playoff run, and it just stokes them to feel the emotion of getting there. Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. No, it's it's nuts. This is religion, B. Yo, I, I got, I got, I got old folks it in my religion. family that have been telling me. I got old folks in my family that have been telling me for forty years that Jesus is about to come back in their lifetime. They still waiting, and they, they, they go every Sunday. It's no different. This is literally the same thing. <clears throat> Cowboys equals Christianity. Cowboys coming back. It's the same like thing. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same yo. thing. <laughs> yo. So it's like this is yo. So so Jerry Jerry Dallas is Christ. telling Christianity. Like Dallas Christ, these people. <laughs> All right, well I feel that man. So no yeah, disrespect like I said, to nobody, I, by the way, because I there's I, no shame I, in my I, game because I, I, I understand I they Christian are. Folk. I understand they're America's team, so I have no problem leading off with some some cowboy talk. But you we know, in America, we in America, ain't we? Yeah, y'all 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 ready to run Triz Nathaniel on this pod like B2K? <laughs> To everything. So before we really, really get started, we've got to remind you all that whether you're with us live or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out uh, archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that either on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms that are available to you because we're pretty much on all of them. There's never an excuse to miss an episode of the war room. There's never an excuse to miss an episode of uh, tissue and the tape. Uh, shout out to them brothers. Cause actually Phil Maddock is going to be with us in a few minutes. Phil Maddock 365 from tissue and the tape, uh, the broad street line, Roy and Chris, superstars, big E soup, Dante H um, John Appetit with the Burtons on the couch with the Wilsons, whatever is your fancy. We got it. 
Make sure you check it out on the World of Sports Podcast Network. Come on, All right, Phil. So we're going to smack you around a little bit. Paul. Let's get into these hot topics, man. Hot topics are brought to you by my bookie. War Room family, it's time for you to make some money sports betting at MyBookie. If you still haven't checked out MyBookie, then it's time to stop wasting time and place a bet. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at MyBookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money. You get it fast. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after the game starts. So join now. MyBookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, that'll activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, get paid. That's all there is to it. So we're going to get right into our NFL Pick 6 Championship Round Edition. And joining us for this segment is uh, the War Room Sports Podcast Network resident San Francisco 49ers fan. He's one of our our, our our best uh, homies in the world, but this week we are enemies. Phil Matic, tissue in the tape in the cowboy killer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely the cowboy killers. I got I, I got to ask yeah, you, but yeah. I started out asking them, man. They they still them boys or or no? Well, I mean, <laughs> roaches and rats are everywhere, just like cowboy fans. So you know I mean, they are what they are. <laughs> but no, Yo, that's I mean, two, they, that's you, two years in a row that y'all, you know, did America humble salad. Or, did America yeah, no, we, salad? We, we, <laughs> we we uh we played them uh we played them nine times in the playoffs. Uh, it's it's five to four in favor of them, but the last the last two, specifically the last two years, they they belong to us. The last three. I mean, y'all y'all got a real live rivalry going on there. You know, we got the the built-in rivalry, the division rivalry, a couple of playoff matchups. But y'all always seem to play them when the stakes are at their highest. All right, the highest. We played them, like I said, we played them nine times in the playoffs. Nine times in the playoffs and five times of the nine it was to go to the Super Bowl. So that's what was the legacy of that rivalry. So, I would have liked. Know, they stopped us twice. We stopped them, you know, twice, or they stopped us three times, and they and we stopped them twice. I was I was rooting for y'all because, you know, I I I would have liked them to get a little bit closer. But but it also is cool that y'all continued a twenty seven year streak. So there's that because even in, had they yeah. beaten y'all and gave us a shot at them. You know, they still would have been able to say, oh, we've been, you know, we broke that streak. So we coming next year. They would have reason to say next year is really our year. So I would have, I would have enjoyed that. But I'm glad y'all took care because, you know, well, I'm nervous I'm Nelly when it comes to this team in the playoffs. Because had they come through and beaten us and ended our season and made it to the Super Bowl, oh, gosh. Oh, God. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd have so, been a Cowboys so fan of breaking TVs My barber. My barber, two sneaker connects, uh, one of the one of the supervisors at, at in my office, uh, one of one of my um, one one of my music connects. It's like it's like uh, eleven people that I actually talk to in a in a, in a regular basis that are cowboy fans. So there's no way. Why you do that? Shout out to shout out to King <laughs> Chance. I mean, hey man, you got you got to Hey man, I got I still got to get these sneakers. 
and uh, you know these bills don't pay themselves. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta work with who you gotta work with. You know, you like everybody you work with. Be Austin saying that like like Bayon, like oh. Doc Bayon ain't a Cowboys fan. <laughs> like you oh, own oh, this company with a Cowboy fan. One, one, one fifth of the uh, one fifth of the yeah. generals is, is a, a, is a, is a Cowboys fan. Doc don't bang with me no more. He done in Georgia. <laughs> no bang with me. Call you. But no, man, man, but, but no, man, they they done. They they uh they cold product. So um we put them we put them on the slab, and now we got we got oh man. Here we this, go. This is gonna be the and toughest game. That, this is gonna be the toughest see, game since Kansas see, City for us. And this is this is why I wanted to talk to you this week on the air because. You know, I had to ask you we this question. I, I know, I know you gold-blooded. I know if we, you know, if 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 one of us shank you, we know what color is going to come out of there. Yeah, man. But you are also Mr. Philly. Mr. Philly wins again. My name you is my address. Your city you already know. At every single turn. So... Is there anything deep, deep, deep? Now, I'm not saying, I know who you're rooting for. I know you want to win. But is there any, I don't even want to use the word conflict because I know there's no conflict either. either. No. Crucial conflict. Let's, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. You, you dash the hopes of your whole city. Will you feel bad in the least? Because I know there's no, no fear not at all. When, when, when the cowboy, when you beat them. You dash the hope of your, old, your whole city. No bad feelings at all, like that. That's you know, I feel for y'all because y'all, you know, y'all Philly. Nothing. Here, it, 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 it simply oh. comes down to. It simply comes down to. I've never been an Eagles fan. It's not like I was an Eagles fan and then I switched to the Forty ers I've I've never been an Eagles fan. I know, so there's but no it's not about the Eagles. There's no connection. It's not a, what I'm asking you is not even about the Eagles. So you've I'm been talking about, the for it's, it's I'm talk, yeah, I'm talking about oh, yeah. dashing oh, yeah. the the hopes of your city. I ain't talking about the Eagles. Forget the forget the Eagles. It's just your city is behind. Y'all y'all y'all, y'all, y'all already got one. Like, I'm I mean, not gonna I make one. you feel might, bad in I, any so, way. So, so, so Phil, here's here, 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 a way to put it. But if y'all if y'all here's a way to put it, right? I might feel bad, but no, I probably wouldn't. All right, here's a way to put it, Phil, right? Because you know I. I'm not the biggest Birds fan. I don't have no team no more, dog. My team is DraftKings. But with that being said, <laughs> you 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 Dude, know team with you know, dog. I, people ask me, like, you still like, people even ask me that you still like the Broncos? Like, I don't like no, I don't like the Broncos. Like I don't like no, my team DraftKings, dog. I'm about to start walking around with a DraftKings. But, but Jimmy but likes anyway. to see. But I know Jim <laughs> likes to see the city happy. I do, I do, because that's because he doesn't have a team so, so, so for me it's different, right? Still so for me it's different. Because I'm here, right? Yams, this, this is what I mean. The Yams even I know better when the city is lit. <laughs> I, know, I know, yo, he ain't never lie, yo. He ain't never lie. And they, yo, anyway, let me stop. But yo, yo, it means to the city, right? So when you look at Philadelphia and when you look at what sports teams mean to their cities, right? We know that, you know, Sixers, Phillies, but this is an Eagles town, dog. It's not even close. And what it means to the city, forget, like, fans, the actual city, the, the living, breathing city, you know what that means. So a part of you got to be like – it, it, would, it would yeah, be, Not it that would you be want them to win. City. Not that, you know, you ain't going to root your team no, on no, no. And, there's, there's, and there's move on. There's nothing that wants them to win. It's meant to the game. But – if 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 it were to happen that that the Eagles were to win, then you know go ahead and do y'all thing. But 
until that, until until the, the you know the big John thing, and and we <laughs> out of the, and we out of the race, it's it's gold blooded. Yeah, I, that, that's what I'm saying. We 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 know that. We definitely know that. Put it this way. All right, let's go on the other side of it. If y'all didn't win, body else. I know you mind losing to anybody. I know you're gonna be upset to lose to anybody, but is it a little, a little no, I'm, percentage I, 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 I point easier win. because it's Philly and not anybody else? It's still gonna suck. It, it's it's gonna yeah, you know I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you you, you, you deep know, in you this. Know you years, you, know, you decades it, it, deep in this. I understand. No, because y'all y'all are normal human beings. I like y'all y'all are normal. My, my homies and my other crew, they 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 normal. But it's gonna be people that I don't even talk to that's gonna be calling me, like ah, oh, look what they, we did. They're gonna rub it in and make you <laughs> not care. Like people that don't even like, people that don't even like y'all football. Thought y'all thought y'all was pretty good. Y'all thought y'all was pretty all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like all, all the people like I might have had some compassion for my city, but y'all just messed it up. But <laughs> and, and that's and that's what it is. It's gonna be the it's the people that it be people that don't even like football that that's gonna be calling me. Like, like, do you know my mom called me and was like, we going to kick y'all ass? I'm like, you don't even watch football. But that's what we just talked about. That's, in the that's what it is. We were talking about the Cowboys. We were saying, like, like, don't get it twisted. Every fan base has their delusional fans. Every fan base has their jackasses. Every fan base has everything that we blame on the ones that we don't like. Every fan base has it. So yeah, you ain't never. Lie. I mean, bank, Bengals fans oh. getting cocky right now. Oh, like, okay. Bengals, I just call like, it Barrowhead. Y'all got they call, they call it Arrowhead, Barrowhead. That's why. Barrowhead. Duh. Barrowhead Stadium. I just saw a boy. It, I just saw a boy in South Philly, literally less than an hour ago. I saw a boy in South Philly with his face painted. I'm like, my dude, it's Thursday. I ain't even really met a legitimate Bengals fan in at least a decade. No, dog. They real. They real. I as a matter of fact, that was, I know. Damn, that was damn near a home game against Buffalo. When they started doing that who they the fan, I was like, hold on. For real, for real. I know one from college, and she's married to a Bills fan, so they're – Household probably was a little in disarray oh, this past that's, weekend. Oh, he ain't get no gam, nothing. Um, but that's man. another thing. That's another thing. She's well, from close. Cincinnati, so I don't even know. You know, when the Bengals. Oh suck. yeah, so she just rubbing for you know she just rubbing for the not Running around with the jerseys on and talking about football and none of that. As a matter of fact, I've seen her root for Buffalo. You know, trying to keep the peace in yeah. the house. I've seen Bengals fans when the Bengals were the worst team in the league. They would buy tickets just to come and put bags on their head. Think about that. <laughs> right, right. I'm gonna pay to come right. here and put a, right. a bag on my head. Like Browns eight. fans. That's why. That's why. Like you can't say that you've never eight. seen Bengals and Browns fans because they're there. Especially, I mean, especially the ones from that that area. Browns, Browns, they're, they're Browns fans are different. But you don't Browns see fans. Bengals fans in other parts of the USA, out, and out now the they're wild. starting to come yeah. out. <laughs> Joe Cool, you will. Right. And then you got, you know, oh, young yeah. people, impressionable young people who are in the – they start to pick their team. They're going to see that the Bengals right. – you know, they, they don't know what we know about the, the Bungles. That's how it happens. So, so how many Grizzlies – They're going to see the Bengals. They're going to see they got nice uniforms. They even got the nice yeah, white Bengals type of uniforms. just like the Chiefs, though. 
it, it was it ain't no Chiefs fans except for Vod and Tech Nine. Like outside of Kansas City, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, like, and I know Casey I mean, Mack listening out there. Even Casey Mack was out oh, there shouting, yeah, "We them boys!" A couple yeah. years yo, ago, hey, Phil, yo, yo, Phil, Phil, yo, Phil, 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 Chiefs fans base, it's yo. Chiefs bar Believe it or not, it's a, this is a huge dog. This is a big yeah. Chiefs bar in Philadelphia. Did, did it exist prior to uh to them taking to crushing my dream? Oh yeah, that that Chiefs bar. Yeah, this song existed. Yeah, this like Chiefs bar been around. It's a crazy, oh, it's a crazy Eagles no, bar they, out they in like Arizona a, too. Like so they gang. make it to this Super They're like Bowl. an underground gang. Scottsdale. They, 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 got, they got, they got, one here. They got a, they got a crazy Eagle, Eagle. It's literally called the Eagles now. Yeah. They got one in um. That's here. I think they all call them that at this point. They got one in Houston as well that I've been to. Yeah, that's a, so, that's kind of yeah. gangster yeah. when you. Man, think that's about the thing it. though. You Eagles fans everywhere. You know, don't nobody. Yo, think about it's a lot of gangsters. Think about how. <laughs> yo, that's low key gangster to like go into another city and set up shop as a fan base. Like, yo, we got like yeah, the second yeah, such yeah. ball. That's, 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 that's what we do. I don't think I don't think we're gonna do it on Sunday, but typically right, most of the places we go. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. I don't think they went. I don't think I don't think uh, tech the, uh, the tech world want that smoke in the in the city. But if you openly if you openly do that like in Philly and you're like a rival, like I'm sure yeah, somewhere in really Philly care about the Dallas Chiefs fans get together, right? But if they actually Got the logos out and they calling it the Weedem yeah. Boys Bar and all that. They burning that shit down. Oh yeah, because like, people get fire Yeah, I, I and live, some live, fan bases and uptown. some some rivalries it's people are that petty. And they They're petty enough time. to do that. <laughs> Yo, here's the thing though. Let the Chiefs and Eagles make it to the bowl. Like you know, they'll get some coverage. They'll get they get some national coverage for that yeah. bar. But yeah, yeah I mean, but, it might know, finally get burned down in that case if they. Hey yo. Yo, I'm just I'm, yeah, man, I'm, don't, don't. somebody y'all know it's jackasses out there who gonna oh. take stuff that far. Like they yeah. like yeah. there's and, nothing and, wrong and, with that and, bar. And they gonna and they gonna do it on IG Live. And, and especially if they, especially, especially Wait, if that's the, the matchup. <laughs> right. Especially if that's the matchup and the Chiefs win, you know. Yeah, you gotta like boy gotta up his boy better up his insurance. Truthfully, truthfully, if the Eagles win, they might still do that. Because, you know, people burn who, who their own cities when they win the, championships. The, they might go there first. Let's start here. Who y'all think wins <laughs> on the other side, on the, in the AFC side? Well, let's let's, let's get into this now. Um, you know, while Phil's on the, on right, the, on oh, the yeah, docket. Let's bust it down. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's go in order, though, because our game is first. It's the 3 p.m. game on Sunday. Yo, I'm leaving tomorrow um, after school for uh, – basketball tournament in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Never even heard of it. It's like three hours away. Yo, I'm like so the, to better, the, the better we do in the tournament, the later we'll be there on Sunday. Which, 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 uh, y'all, which uh, y'all think uh, I should do? Are you, are you Yo, crazy? Dev going to be coaching. Dev going to be coaching to lose. I'm point shaving like a big dog. I'm point shaving like all the inexperienced players <laughs> going in the game. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So I'll tell you, shoot every play. Gun. You get the gun, we're going to lose. You're going to be yeah. running the, uh, the four corners offense to run down the clock. Right. <laughs> right. Four corners while we down. I got to wait till we down first and then run the four corners. All right. So um, these are pretty much the two teams. Um, I, I say mid-season. In the, in the beginning of the season, you still had some pundits out there believing in the Vikings because they held the number two team, uh, number two seed. But even early when San Francisco lost a few games, 
Philly was something like 10 and 1, people were still saying, I don't know if they're better than the, the 49ers. And of course, you know, Eagles fans are getting upset and offended by that. Like, they got like four losses. How are we not better than them? Because we have eyes, people, and, you know, <laughs> it could be a good matchup. But as the season went on, maybe from midseason on, these are the teams that I would say most people said were the two best teams in the NFC. So here we are, um, pretty much like it was Hold up, Dad, be. before you get started, I just wanted to say, um, back in August, I, I picked up my dog. I met I met Riz uh, Raheem. I met him in um, in Maryland. We we met so I could pick up my dog. Uh, shout out to him for giving my dog. But um, oh, you you cop, and we were you cop talking, another. We, okay, I didn't know you yeah, got one of the little. Um, uh, the lady of sage. Uh, but we um <laughs> we, were, we were talking <laughs> we were talking about the uh, the games and you I was know, and Phil I told gotta, him, I was gotta like, be right. hip hop related. Of course. And I was like, I was like, see y'all. I was like, see y'all in in um, January. And I, you could ask him. I told him that I I didn't now to keep it a buck. I didn't think we were going to be in the championship game. I thought it might be a divisional round. But I knew we were going to play each other. I I told wow. him that because I was like, y'all were too good. I knew I knew we would have a little bit of a time with Jimmy, and you know, and, and Trey at the beginning trying to learn. I didn't think he was going to get hurt like he did. But I knew we would somehow end up yeah. here. So, I still think that's the best thing to happen to y'all. I don't, I don't, no, no. If, yeah, if, if dude is it, I don't want to say he it, ain't I like it yet. Yeah, I didn't, so but it's, it's Trey, Trey lost that job. The moment the moment the kid did what he did uh, officially yeah. on um, Sunday, that job was done. Yeah, I still, so, I still, at oh, this point, I still board. think there's going to be, <laughs> at least they're going to tell us that there's a training camp battle going on. I mean, but well, if they he wins to, this, because in case they want to trade him, they can't. They can't. Do <laughs> not a, not a, right, right, right. Right. They got to act like it's still a chance. So you're telling me it's yeah. still a chance? Yeah. It's, yeah exactly. I'll, I'll All yeah, right. We can't. So, we can't. We can't do them like Jordan uh, Love, like how they did Jordan Love and devalue him, so you can't even trade him. What, it, what are ahead. your thoughts on this matchup? We keep hearing, you know, about the Eagles' offense versus San Francisco's defense, but on the other side of the ledger, it's pretty much. The same thing. San Francisco has what can be at times a high-powered offense. It didn't, you know, it, it was slowed down a little bit last week, um, at least scoring-wise in that game against Dallas. But Dallas also holds one of the top defenses in the league. So this might be what you're expecting right now from these NFC matchups. Um, but I think both teams, both defenses have, have their hands full, had it work cut out for them this weekend. Um, who y'all picking, man? What's 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 the picks here? I, I I'll go first because I'm gonna be very brief, man. Um, I'm I'm I think you said our two best teams in the NFC. Um, but Brock is still like, yo, I know I keep saying this, but he eventually got to realize that, yo, he ain't supposed to be doing what he's doing. Um, it's the only thing I'm banking home. on. Only thing I'm banking. Yo, that's the only thing I'm banking. <laughs> Outside of that, I think outside of that, outside of that, I think it's even. I think the only difference is probably at the quarterback spot. Well, I think Jalen has had an MVP season, and this young kid is coming along, but he's still a young kid. Other than that, um, and it, I mean the Niners probably got the edge at running back. I don't know though, because uh, Sanders got his uh, he got his uh, throat baby back, so he you know he's been balling since. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah. I'm going, I'm going to go with the home team with the quarterback who I think is you know it's, it's his time. So I'm I'm rolling with the birds. I even, but even even the running back matchup, not even just the one, the starting backs, like the running back room. 
I think that's a pretty good matchup as well because Elijah, Elijah Mitchell is tough as well. I think I might give um, San Francisco the edge with the running backs only because they use they utilize their running backs a little bit more than we do. Like the Eagles, we have great running backs for what the old Eagles used to do. But do you never see Sirianni calling screen plays and, and stuff like that. So Yeah, which always which as I talented always as they y'all will run them well. Right, and as talented as, as y'all, these y'all, running backs y'all, y'all that we have are out of the backfield, he doesn't use them like that. With, uh, he got caught on camera telling me, I know what the F I'm doing. Like, yo, he said that on camera. Like, <laughs> I'm wondering who he was oh, talking yo. to. My money is on Howard Eskin. I think it was probably Howard Eskin down there talking trash. I know what the F I'm doing. Eskin on the sideline. Side. I have a feeling it was Howard Eskin down there questioning something um, from Sirianni. I know what the F I'm doing. Talk to him, Sirianni. Um, but me, for me, is just like, kind of just like what Jimmy's saying. But even that makes me feel a little bit weird you know, saying that it might come down to the experience level of the quarterbacks because though Jalen Hurts has had an MVP caliber season, at least so they say, like this is the same dude before the season, we were thinking like, yo, it's going to depend on him. Right. It's like it's going to depend on him. Like if he gets better, and he did, can we keep it going? Is, is the question, and it's like kind of the same question with with Brock Purdy. But I think there's more of a chance at this point for him to keep going than Brock Purdy. I said it last week. I was like, I want Brock to to not realize that he's a sixth round, seventh round rookie. Until Yo, my guy next is week. literally irrelevant. <laughs> right. Like I, didn't, he, he I, does, I was like, I don't want him to realize that. that till next week. But now. He's like one of those people at the beginning of American Idol that 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 can't sing for nothing, but they don't know that they can't sing. That's that's him. And <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just right. I just he want like, him to keep. I just want him to keep. He like singing. I will always love you. And I mean, he like he like Justin Garini. But he's but he's the one. Right, I was say, but he's the one that they said we see enough in you. You're much. You're 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 a performer. So we believe. So we're gonna I mean, let you go through to Hollywood. Yeah, man. And he's just, he just going around and around. Hey dog, that literally is Justin Garini. I mean, but even he came in second to Kelly Clarkson. But not that you know, shout out to everybody who watched Idol. But yo, real quick, See, but, but the same the one thing I will that we say, had last week, I'm pretty sure Chiefs and 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 what's the name fans are saying and Bengals fans are saying right now, like, well, hopefully we get Brock Purdy and he realizes in the Super Bowl that he ain't supposed to be here. Oh yeah. But he but might ride that wave all the way to a chip. The the one thing I'll say that Phil Phil and the squad got going for him is like they low key playing with house money. I understand that they have won like what eleven, twelve in a row. They got the number two seed. But if they lose, no one is like really excuse. gonna be like right. like yo, they're on their third quarterback. They're on the third so like, quarterback. They got, kind of, they, got, they got a built in excuse. Like they playing with house money, so they may come out there and be like, Look, F it, let's just ball through I'm going with let's just go out <laughs> That's what that's but that's that's what's scary. Yeah. But at least they ain't running around saying we're going to like Purdy financial, <laughs> like these they ain't taking it that far, like the Bengals. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, and y'all know y'all y'all know me in these spots throughout the years. Like I'm so nervous. A lot of times I pick against the Eagles. I am going to pick the Eagles in a dog fight. Pick this scenario. What if this happens? Because January twenty first, 
um, 2018, the Eagles, but this was the NFC Championship game, beat the Minnesota Vikings 38-7. to January 21st, 2023, they beat the Giants 38-7 to in the playoffs, but it wasn't the NFC Championship game. But this shapes up to be more like a game that we had with the Falcons that year. And we eked by the Falcons 15-10, to ugly game. But that was in the, you know, the earlier round. I'm seeing that kind of game between these two teams. Everybody's talking about their high-powered offenses. Facts. I really think first team to 20 <laughs> wins this game. Well, so I'm hoping. When we played a year and a half ago, it would be, uh, the 49ers played the Eagles in Philly, and it was 17 to 11. I mean, right. so it was, it was a smash-mouth game. I'm expecting that type That's of game. That's kind of what I'm expecting in this game. I don't want um, that type of that, game. Is that kind of game. Right. I don't want that type I, of game. I do. Because I actually think that type it, of game is that kind of show. game. I think that favors y'all, personally. Exactly. So, I don't want no high-scoring game. I don't want my man to have to throw more than 20 passes. Right. Um, but, and, that, and that's what we want them to do. So what we need to do is come out the gates and get a nice 14-point lead, which is going to be way harder to do than, than to say against this team. That's But that's what we need to do because we need to turn Brock Purdy into – you know, somebody who has to put the team on his back at that point, then I might feel a little bit more comfortable. But I'm going to so, pick the birds in a low-scoring, close game. And and this is crazy because, you know, me and B usually don't pick the birds in situations like this. So this would be the time they lose because I got a tiny bit of confidence. Um, Phil, B, who y'all, what y'all got? You, you, you want to go, B, or you want me to go? Want the uh... 21-17, Bird Gang, and I'm only doing this because of Brock Purdy. Like, I, I, I know how good the Niners are, but in 2023, you're not going to convince me that a rookie <laughs> cube can beat him. I'm just not going to do it. Oh, you know Gannon not going to blitz. He's not going to get his Jim Johnson on, so they got to get that organic pressure that they've been getting all season. Not that they haven't. I mean, they – they were two sacks away from an all-time record, um, you know, 70 sacks. The, the record is the 85 Bears, I believe, with 72. So, you know, as much as my fan, we're my used to seeing football team had, had 83. I believe, That's I believe the inside joke provide when he Dom listens. Kong and Dama Kong Su and my man Linval Joseph to be themselves in their prime for this game, and I believe they're able to summon that. And um, hey, as much as I, I respect the, the white boy, the white boy C Mac, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they shooting up, and I think you're going to see them turn the clock back just a little bit, and they're going to clog that middle. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a dog fight, but I got us scoring three touchdowns, and I don't think Purdy is capable of throwing or leading that offense in that stadium. I've been, I've been more throwing the clock a few middles in my time. So shout out to them brothers. Yeah. Um, Yo. <laughs> all right, Phil, who you got? Come on, man. You, I know you know who, you who I got. Don't what you got about. Um, uh-huh. So this, this is this is how we win. This is this is the, the blueprint to how we win. I look I, I look because I'm a nerd. I looked at the uh, the Colts game that that y'all won by one point, and I looked at the Washington. That's, that's game. definitely the game thought, that people should be looking at. And so, 
two two things. One, we got to win a turnover battle. When y'all played Washington, mm-hmm. they forced uh, four turnovers. Well, y'all gave them two, and they and then they forced the other two. But we got to win the turnover battle. Uh, we lead the league in interceptions. We, we were second overall in turnovers, best turnover differential. So that that's a realistic thing that could potentially happen. So we gotta we gotta win the turnover battle. That's one. We have to we have to run the ball no less than thirty times. We have to run the ball no less than thirty times. If we can do that, whether and we have to we we need to get at least three yards of carry. But even if we don't get three yards of carry, we still have to run the ball at least thirty times to just just pound that into your head. Pause that. You know we're not going to stop this. And it's it's keeping the ball away from hurting. I was about to say, third thing time, that we gotta do, clock management. Yeah, so third thing we got to do is we got to take our ends, and we got to – anytime y'all run the read option, we have to hit Hurt. Whether he runs the ball or not, hit him. When y'all played the Colts, he, he ran the ball 16 times. I think nine of them was design runs, but every single time they hit him, every single time. Bill, and he, he was – until he got that one big one up. at the end, they hmm. – they 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 and we're gonna find out if that shoulder really hurt for real for real. That's that's what yeah, we can do. Man. Those I'm three afraid things. of Joey Bosa and the MAGA, the MAGA revenge. No, no, we we got if you were the coach, if you were Shanny, well, I'm pretty sure they're gonna put him, you know, all over the place. But what side would you rush Bosa from the most? Like, are him you on the testing left. out what, the big boy Johnson's groin? Jason Peters? What's his or name? Or are you the big taking him over there to Mylotta? Mylotta. No, what's the that's big the boy thing. that hurts? Like, uh, when, uh, Mylotta. The I'm coming dude. for him. Cool. And, and that's what I, like, I, I think I would do the same thing, but because usually. Pause that, by the even, way. They're going to chip on that side. Even the, they're going, they're even going the chip on best, that even the best pass rushers in the league waste their time going up against Lane Johnson all day. But yeah. he has an injury that, you know, you might want to test saying. out a few times. So you, you got to at least test it out and see, and see what he's right. going for. So he, so here's the thing. y'all. It's a groin injury, crazy. too. Was, so was, maybe get Joey Bosa to do some change of direction type moves on him. Move that no, no, Joey, Joey, Joey's the uncontrollable one. That's the one in San Diego. I mean, in L.A. We, I mean, not Joey. Nicky. Yeah, not so, Joe. I mean, Nick. Yeah, yeah. We got we got the defense of the player of the year. Shout out to all my Cowboys fans. All them, all them Confederate loving bosses. One of them. Oh, and I heard your pick too. Man. <laughs> Shout out to you for uh, saying my boy was the rookie of the year. I, I heard that on oh, the yeah, last, yeah. On the last I, week, six games. I give him that. Six that, games. I would give him that. That, 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 that would be dope if that happened. I don't think they're gonna do yeah. it. But I don't I think, think they're I think gonna do it either. Cuz, I think but my little cousin. I, I don't think they're gonna do it. But I don't think anybody. Not to say there weren't some good offensive rookies, but I don't think anybody stood out to the point where. What I would, he had the biggest impact because we don't make saying? the playoffs if he don't do it. He by does. far, right? Like it wouldn't like yeah. If it was like if it was somebody out there whose season was good enough to say, all right, man, you're being real disrespectful right now, then that'd be a different thing. But you know, Olave and them cats, they were decent. But I like the kid in um, not crazy. The running back in Seattle. He was dope. Um, and as I much as people say it's a regular that's season award, them dudes don't be voting until, like, the divisional round. So you're still going to have some people yeah. just looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, that I think he's definitely going to get some votes uh, at yeah. the least. But uh, I say in all that, I, I believe it's going to be tough. And, and I know we, y'all are going to come for Purdy. Everybody's waiting for him to turn into the pumpkin. That's what everybody keeps saying. That's the analogy mm-hmm. they keep using. He he's one of those 
he's oblivious. He doesn't know that he's not good. Like you know how you know how y'all always hear me say in, in our. Chat, I mean, he like, might be that good dude, though. He don't know that he's no, no, just no, a rookie well, and ain't well, supposed well, to be saying, doing this. Yeah. He thinks he's better than he is. Y'all know y'all always hear me say that about a lot of people. I'd be like, yo, that dude thinks he's way better than he actually is. That's right. Brock Purdy. And you got to right. have a little bit of that, especially when you're a rookie and you and you thrust in this kind of situation where it's – so no, they haven't really had rookies in this. Delusional I mean, you, you got to have a little bit of Austin Rivers in you. <laughs> you yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, the perfect, that's the perfect person. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say somebody y'all 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 always say I slander uh, Trey Young, but he actually is, is good. He 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 just thinks he's Steph Curry and he's not. But um, that's a whole other nah, Brock, conversation. Brock, Brock Purdy better than Trey Young. Oh, you got somebody, you got somebody I, I, well, on your side. That, yeah, that's disrespectful, that, y'all. I, I, yeah. I I think I think we barely escape with a nice. We go. I'm gonna I'm say uh, 20 to 16, we win, and it's it's gonna it's gonna come down to uh, a a big turnover in the fourth quarter, preferably. Yeah, so uh, man, so Manfield on the same page about how the game from from, from uh, Jalen Hurts on a we're just um, both homering we on a read our, option. <laughs> right, he gonna try to he gonna try to pull it back last minute, something like that, and yo know, the, the read options yo. scare me, man. Because I'm like, why don't you run back and clamp down on the ball so he doesn't fumble, but he got to be loose enough just in case dude want to take it back. Like, that's scary to me. Your man, but they be your man Phil has been studying us, and, yo, Jalen Hurts, as great as he has been, he does have a habit to go hero ball on them read options. Yep. And you, and you know my dude knows that. I, I've been telling them. I've been sending. I've been. I've been. I've been sending them clips. Like, yo, look, this, yeah, this look play right this. here. And, and plus, and plus, here's the look thing, at this, though. Here, here's where y'all. Here's where y'all have the advantage, though. One is in Philly, so that's that's the that's the obvious advantage. But y'all had two bye weeks in a row. Like that. That is not fair, yo. Like, giant fans will not like is, that. But can they argue? Karen, they, they, they know. They from, know what it is. Jump. They they are. They were a joke. Like I. Like, hoping is that like some of the players on the Eagles get a little overconfident because of the way y'all played against them because they're 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 not a real team. So when <laughs> they, I, 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 they they not like I mean no let, I, let's I get what he's saying because y'all all season y'all it, heard me like, wait for the Giants to fall off and and I I think they started to but they had like, already built up enough capital to to. And the rest of the NFC was Dallas trash. Dallas the Bucks, and all the and all the Dallas fans was was hitting me like, "Yo, you see what we did to Tom Brady?" I'm like, "The Bucks, Yo, we we Bucks ran were, through the Bucks in the regular season. They were not the Bucks good were under 500 season. though. They were, they were exactly. under 500. That's what I'm saying. But, the rest of the division just sucked. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm Yo, hoping all, that all that y'all get overconfident based on the victory over the Giants, and you know, get a false sense of security. I'm 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 hoping on that, but. They, cause they didn't, they didn't even hit y'all. Like they, like it was, it was just, it was embarrassing, man. If I was a Giants yeah. fan, man, I would, I would, I might go be a Jets fan. Especially because they started drinking the Kool Aid and they really were confident going into that, and then mm-hmm. like they were shown that it's levels to this. It was Yo, that type of thing. You, hey, you know hey, I mean? hey, hey, Jim, you hear your boy Joe Beasy? How he was uh, 
how he was uh, hyping up the Giants, and then he was copping please on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he apologized. He apologized to uh, Desert Eagles. He apologized. He apologized to the band, the Eagles. Every every Eagle there is, he apologized to them. Hey, listen, man. I had no choice to. They they all kicked their coverage though. Hey Phil, say we about to we about to Sonic the Hedgehog through the rest of this show. So give us your before you roll out. Give us your um your AFC pick. Pick. I'm never betting. I, I have to preface this real quick, saying Joe Burrow is my favorite non Forty Nine er. Like I I love right. you. I'm never right. going against Patrick Mahomes ever in anything right. in life. So yo, that's that it, that it, ankle injury don't scare it, you a little bit. Yo. No, of course they do. For, but for me, I'm not betting against. I'm not. Pay, I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes. It went one leg. For me, the hey, ankle listen. injury scared me to death. I was 100 percent earlier today picking the Bengals in this game. All them giving the Chiefs bulletin board material, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm switch my pitch, yo. I mean, because you should already be as hyped about this game as you could possibly get. And even Mahomes said that. He's like, I mean, if, if you're not already fired up to play a team for a trip to the Super Bowl, a team that's beaten you the last three times, um, then something wrong with you. But, they, you know, they fronting if they're acting like there's not a little extra fire in there because now this is Burrowhead Stadium. Now you got fans running around talking about this game is going to be easy, all that kind of stuff. Damn. I'm switching. I'm flip-flopping, and, 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 yo. I'm, and I'm going the, with the Buffalo, the Buffalo pass rush, the Buffalo pass rush, uh, is like is like home drawing from from three LW. Like that's that's they, they, they that tall. Um, so they, they yo they got they got the big, no the Bengals did to them. They got no pressure on right. ball. And, right. and Frank Clark in them is is going to is going to bring a lot of pressure specifically up the middle. So all if, the, if I'm if, if I'm the Bengals though, sweet. I'm blitzing the hell out of my homes. You got to test that. Oh, yeah, you got to. You got no choice, man. Like, like, but, you know, at the end of the day, man, I think that the NFL, the NFL wants to see a Kelsey and Kelsey podcast at the bowl. So I think that, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So no disrespect to your your Niners, man, but the Sixers, you know, I'm I'm big conspiracy theorist, dog. I'm big big conspiracy theorist, dog. DeMar Hamlin and Kelsey. But my but but so y'all can go. My pick is the Chiefs uh, thirty three, Bengals twenty seven. Right. And, and, hey, and we man. get a rematch. We get a, we get a take honest, bowl so, We get take let's bowl be honest, so, You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, your Niners losing this week, though, dog. You know that. Dude. You do know that, right? <laughs> I, I don't know that. <laughs> the fix is in. I, I, I don't know that. I'm gonna go. You know the fix is in, yo. Yo, Brock Purdy in the pocket. Yo, yo, the fact that that's his comeback is. Yo, the fact that was his comeback is crazy. He said Brock Purdy. Like, he, he, he dropped his <laughs> name like boy, <laughs> I, said, I'm oblivious. I said, I'm oblivious to Brock Purdy, man. Hey, listen, man. Hey, that's Brock. Yo, I, that's all I can say. Hey, boy hey, ain't Phil. bad. Listen, Phil, boy ain't bad, and I like his moxie. I do. Hey, Brock Let me tell you, Purdy, though. I, I know, man. Is, man. I know he's as crazy as it sounds. Could you imagine if this kid – Found a way to win the Super Bowl. Y'all gonna have to block me. I'm telling you, you go, you go ahead. That's to, gonna be crazy. Because no, I, I mean, for real, for real, I'm one of them. Like once I get over it, like I'd be happy for y'all. Like I love stories like that. 
but we just yeah, happen to be in course. the mix right now. So I can't I can't root for this story yeah, hey, 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 until hey, maybe hey, until maybe next week. Because I'm one of those two. Y'all beat us. No, I better win the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? I I, I at least want to be one of them fans that say at least we lost to the champs. <laughs> oh, like Moral victories. I just I just want. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, dog. I'm just going to tell you, man. You're from the Web and Nitty era, man. You know better than this. But, yo, man, I love y'all. You know how we do. Hey, hey, real quick. I know y'all got to get I want to just say, yo, thank y'all for everything, man. Y'all, y'all, me and Vi say it every day. Thank y'all for everything. Y'all y'all the best in the world. Excluding nobody. I always want y'all to know that. Damn. You already know, man. Y'all family, dog. Appreciate you. All right, man. You, no you know we have we have Go three Super Bowl shows, and I mean we 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 squeeze three shows in during that Super Bowl bye week. So we got to have you back to talk about whoever's going to be in. Oh there. no doubt, I'm gonna come back. Win or lose, I'm, I'm gonna come back and rap with y'all. All right, we holla at y'all. Phil Maddock, everybody from the Tissue and the Tape Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure y'all listen to that on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Um. All right, so uh, B, I think we all gave our pick. Who you? Yo, what happened? Huh? Yo, we was Andy Tote got us. Um, I'm going with Chief Kermit D Frog. Kermit D Frog. All right. <laughs> if y'all don't know who that is, that is Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City. Chiefs. Uh, real quick, because I just brought it up for a minute when Jimmy was talking about conspiracy theories. What's up with the conspiracy theorists out there who thinks that DeMar Hamlin is dead and they just weekend at Bernie and him right now at the Bills game and on social media. Even though he himself came out, he came out with a photo and it's, you know next to his mural because he got a mural. He get a mural when you almost die on the field. Um, he got a mural, and his caption says clone. But truth be told, even in that photo, he still got the hood on his head. <laughs> so you don't really know Yo, he, if it's DeMar he, Hamlin He's playing it up, though. So I'm about to say, he, at this he's point, playing he's playing into it because he's not taking the hood off now. So everybody's saying, oh, they're just throwing somebody up there with a hood on. And he, even you. though he's saying you. clone, he refuses to post a photo without a hood on so you can really see it. So I think Yo, he enjoys if I'm him, If I'm him, I'm just right going to become the mysterious boy. I'm going to make money off being a mysterious boy at this point. Yo, salute, right. salute, to him, salute to him for capitalizing on his immaturity and rocking it. <laughs> I respect you. I bang with celebrities yeah. that have my level of immaturity. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you though. I'm a, I got I got to keep it a sour wow. When he when they showed him up in the um joint during the game, I did I did turn around and tell everybody in the room like, yo, that ain't boy. Because the way it looked like, dog, y'all got y'all got 68k cameras in in 2023, and that that footage was so grainy. Yo, and the then, funniest thing I saw somebody on Twitter said, boy, looked like the banker from Deal or No Deal up in the. Up I was in the top I was kind of thinking I was like, yo, boy, look a little small for a football player, but. You know, he's a safety, and, you know, everybody wear a little clothes these days. So you're going to look a little smaller. But I was he like, lo- no, and if, he, and if he's been I in mean, the hospital, been hospital long, for the last he done lost, He done lost 15 pounds. So that, 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 footage the like, that, that, footage, so. that footage looked like the moon landing, dog. We in 2023. <laughs> I get better footage on my cell phone. <laughs> 
and at least with the moon landing conspiracies, at least they can play that. Like, look, man, this is the 60s. That's what TV looked like. All right. Yeah, like so that I, was a point point three. I started a week, man. I started a week as a date. December 25th, 2018. That is the date. <laughs> that was the last time that LeBron James and Kevin Durant faced each other in an NBA game. Yo, throughout Kevin Durant's missing, you, the, you know, miss, missing the season for injuries. Between that and LeBron being injured a few times with with the Lakers, and and load management, and but with all of that, these dudes who for a long time were considered one one and two in the league, they haven't seen each other since December from Christmas, twenty eighteen. That's crazy. I feel like they made a pact or something, dog. Right. Yeah, they tried. They going that shit on purpose. <laughs> right. So yeah, when's their next game scheduled? Because somebody's gonna miss it. Is it coming up? Kevin Durant not playing right now. Kevin Durant not playing. That happens to be a text message. <laughs> Yo, I'm tired of them pitting us against each other, man. We're not gonna play each other. Yo, they went on. They went on WhatsApp and was like, "Look, dog, we ain't playing each other no more." All right, cool. Set it up. <laughs> All right, I'm good with it. Bet it up. All right, so uh, our quote of the week. Quote, Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. End quote. That quote is from the Dallas Cowboys official Twitter account. Yo, <laughs> they told Yo. dude. Jerry, Jerry Jones don't bang. Bus. Yo, Jerry Jones don't bang with Dak, man. Since no Dak more. held out bang and made him when he gave him all that, that money, because he gave him all that money, and Jerry said, "You're sticking me up." He 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 said it with a smile, but he wasn't joking. He don't like Dak. He, he like fooled Dak, him because remember like it was a lot of stuff around like whether they're going to give him the money or not. It took a while for him to do it, but at the time, you know what I'm saying. You know, I think he's frustrated now because. You know, he's he's the one paying for all this, so he's tired of all the expectations and all the losing. But a couple of years ago when he gave him that money, Trump you know was what like... Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> now he like... Yo, Marcus, you know what um, I'm talking about? Because personally, yeah, cause I, I, heard, I heard a lot of people say, oh, man, whoever runs that Twitter account probably got fired the next day. But I'm really thinking that... Whoever tweeted that had to get – they had to get the go-ahead from people in the organization. And I think I think it is organization. I think they're trying to send him a message at this point. Um, but once you start to throw your star players under the bus, like, can they, can they recover from this? Unless they do go out the coward way and say, oh, that was such and such in marketing and he's been let go, even though Jerry Jones yeah, probably like, I'll be your benefactor for the rest of your life. So what do y'all think? Y'all think it was intentional? Under throwery? <laughs> made that word up. Yo, it has to be. Like we again, like I, I don't think I think I think it has to be planned. Like if for nothing else, right? Negative or positive, what do we know about twenty twenty three? People want attention. And they are the cowboys. Attention, so, attention that, and emotion. That tweet right attention there, that, that tweet right there gonna get them hours of marketing on T V for the next couple of weeks. Is it gonna get is it gonna get Cooper Rush hours of playing time on TV for the next couple of years? <laughs> no, nah, that's a, that's a whole different topic. Yo, 
I mean, keep it a buck. B. Austin and Shady kept trying to tell us that. that Dak was ass ass. They kept trying to tell us that he was ass ass. Dak is ass. <laughs> Shady be talking heavy. Yo, he was like, I love, they yo, asked him this I love him. He was like, can I say it I again? I love him in that role, Dak man. Is ass. And I'm just, I'm just saying, when is he gonna lay it down with Joy and have Joy? <laughs> yo, <laughs> Joy to the world. All right, so joy that is. That is the quote of the week. Yo, I, that was crazy. I was blown away when I saw that. And I was like, yo, they trying to send Bo a message because you don't do that. Like, your quarter, your star quarterback could go out could go out there and throw four interceptions, and people are just going to say the right things, um, kind of like CeeDee Lamb did. Like, oh, you know, that's not on Dak, blah, blah, blah. He doing this, he doing that. The official Twitter account of the Dallas Cowboys Tossed him all up under the team bus and then backed up over him. Um, I think Jerry. I again. think Jerry does believe he owns these young men once he pays them, and a lot of them right. buy into that narrative. Somebody want to um, screen team real quick before we uh, before we go on. To... Dak, Dak As a matter of fact, Jim, Dak. you could tell everybody what happened this week while they were on the grind. Young, and, and, and I'll I ain't got no. It, I, <laughs> I ain't got no oh. line, but I mean. All right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll tell everybody then what happened this week while they were on the grind. You can get your. All right, uh, I, I, I got screen you, you can set the pick. All right, so um, <laughs> uh, this week while y'all were on the grind is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Of course, if you or your business need a custom website, then for the best of the best of the best, sir, you can get Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence. Top quality results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices. And, yes, financing options are available. So visit DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4203. And for discounted rates, be sure to tell them that the homies at War Room Sports sent you. All right, so um, uh, this week, man, Ed Reed rants on the campus of Bethune-Cookman about the state of the campus, his office not being clean, and all kinds of other stuff, trash being in buildings, um, then is subsequently fired, and I got the air quotes up when I say fired, from Bethune-Cookman, and I got the air quotes up because he hadn't yet ratified or signed his contract, so he just happened to be on campus, and he's ranting, and I didn't know Ed Reed, I don't remember Ed Reed being it's aggressive, but every time I see him speaking now, like he's real aggressive with it. Uh, what's your thoughts Tell on this? Because it's <clears throat> it's created another polarizing conversation, especially in the black community, in the HBCU community, because you know, it's just like with Dion, he has a lot of people on his side <clears throat> saying HBCU need to get their stuff together. You know, uh, every you don't want that job, you dodging a bullet, blah, blah, blah. And then y'all know what, you know, kind of stuff Fred is saying, Fred Perdue. Um, yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, but then you have people on the other side saying, like, <clears throat> keep your dirty laundry in-house, you know, don't air your dirty laundry. Or Ed Reed is like, what did you expect? You expect to air out the university and live on social media using crazy language and still be able to keep this position? What are y'all thoughts on you know, it? You know, this is an interesting study in culture. Um, mm-hmm. And 
I'm going to, I'm going to look at it this way. I've, I've had the privilege to work in a certain industry. Uh, y'all know what industry that is. We don't got to mention it. And, um, I've encountered members of, uh, <laughs> of the Jewish, of the Jewish community. Um, now when I was, well, Jimmy let the cat out the bag. I had to retire because it was too long, but, um, they were financing hey, the film, yo. and what I noticed is whether they agreed with something or didn't agree with it, whether they were enemies or they were friends, whether they had beef or they were cool, they stuck to a code that came from their culture, and anything that was wrong was going to be cleaned up in-house. I don't feel as though there's a right or a wrong position in this because on one hand, those that are pointing at the negatives are to hold the universities and institutions accountable for raising the bar in a higher standard. Of course, you've got haters. Of course, you've got self-hating, low, self-loathing black people who feel, who feel, you know, they have an inferiority complex on that side. Then on the other side, You've got those that are making excuses for the bull crap, but you also have those that are genuine, such as ourselves, who went to HBCUs, had an amazing experience, had a wonderful experience, wouldn't change it for the world, but acknowledge that there are some things that should change, and there are some things that are trifling that we endured, but it, it, that, didn't, that didn't take away the beauty of the experience, right? And so... When I look and I juxtapose this circumstance and situation on other groups and their cultures, I think that it points me back to the fact that black culture in America has always been under attack and as of late has never been allowed to form. So we don't have a network of culture that we subscribe to where that protect in-house. See, the thing about protecting in-house is if you do it, and you're protecting, quote, unquote, the dirty laundry, and you're going to clean it up, that's the key. It has to get cleaned up, and the culture calls for that cleanup. Because black people's culture in this country is constantly under attack and it's underdeveloped, if developed at all, we don't adhere to a code where we can say, okay, let's, let's, let's stay on task, let's stay on the narrative, and we can count on the fact that the things are wrong that are wrong will get cleaned up. No, we can't count on that. So I, I point this all back to the fact that we have no culture and the culture that we have had throughout the years is under attack. And it just, it, 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 it turns us into this, which is a spectacle. But go ahead. Check out that right, big so brain on Brad. Brad. I'm going to give my thoughts very concise and brief. I just feel like, um, there were better ways to handle what he did. That emotional outburst doesn't help anybody. Um, came off crazy. His talk with Roland Martin, he came off kind of like, you know, he had, he had a couple headaches. Um, he was very passionate in that interview. If you, if you believe someone is stealing funds that are allocated for something, then prove it to us. Go work with, work with the inside and prove it to us. But those outbursts and that display, that doesn't help anybody. Like, but he hadn't even really come from he hadn't even officially taken the job yet. So it was like 
I don't even know with those type of, like, where are you even in on the inside to make certain accusations, but it's only because, you know, Dion said it about his university, and you know a lot of people That's out there are going to believe it. Now, I don't know who's lying because, you know, the, the, the interim president came on and said, um, you know, as far as the, the – the, the building that he was talking about, the trash and all that kind of stuff. He's like, we're recovering from two hurricanes and they're waiting on like a, a $6 million or something from the government, something or the other. They're waiting on some money to help with the cleanup from that. Um, Ed Reed's whole thing was, you know, I was out here with the kids myself cleaning up and this and that and that building over there. Just like Jimmy said, no matter what you think, or even if whatever you're complaining about is 100% accurate, the aggression First of all, it's a, it's a Christian uh, university, um, so they definitely took, you know, they had a problem with his language on the live and, you know, his, his, his tone, his aggression. I really didn't understand where all the anger was coming from. So now he's in a position where supposedly, from what he said, he has a few recruits who's already um, decided to come, who's already started school. And now he's not going to be the coach. So he, he doesn't have anything that he can do for those kids. Like he, he doesn't have any, he can't send them to another school at this point. So that's a lot of nuances in this, but I just don't understand how he thinks moving forward at Bethune-Cookman or anywhere else after they've seen how he's acting publicly. Like I don't see how he expects to 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 be in this the, 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 to be a coach year. anywhere, for real, for real. Like you talking, year, like Fred, Fred Perdue, Perdue, shout out to him. He's talking about um, good Ed Reed. You, uh, you is good. They, they, they didn't deserve you. You, you dodged a bullet. But I'm like, Ed Reed has never coached before in his life. So how do you know that he's even any good? Even yeah, to, to yeah, say that they died, that that he dodged a bullet. Your, to your like, point, and and he and, and this may not have been coming from. From Ed, but it's something that we see and deal with in our community, right? With our own folks, university or predominantly white institution has issues. Then it's isolated to that university. When we have issues, it's like one of us represents the worst of us represents all of us. So the worst in the black college and university front represents all. HBCUs, and that's corny. They do it, but worst of all is we do it, and that's the mentality. Like, oh, come on, man. How... All right. Well, uh, uh, we'll, we'll uh, get more into that because we're going to finish these grind topics before we go to the phone lines. Um, but speaking, speaking of HBCUs, this one's not going to make us look too good either. Um, <laughs> a former Florida quarterback commit, Marcus Stokes, who is a white kid, um, his scholarship was revoked from Florida due to a video of him reciting rap lyrics with the N-word in it. Marcus Stokes. But he's been offered a scholarship at a Division II HBCU, Albany State. <laughs> so it's like symbolically, probably speaking, not because, you know, probably because he wasn't that high of a recruit anyway, Florida revokes his scholarship, you know, probably to pander a little bit, make themselves look good because he's rapping the N word. <laughs> and then he gets off by 
Albany State, which is the HBCU, with a new head coach that I believe played at ah, he played somewhere else at another HBCU. But what are you, what are your thoughts on that? First of all, what are your thoughts Embarrassed. on? <laughs> my, my thought is my daughter needs to transfer from Albany State immediately. <laughs> Yo, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yo, it's it's definitely embarrassing. What are y'all thoughts on white people reciting rap lyrics? I mean, they're reciting a song. This is what the song says. Like, do they require to censor themselves when they're at least doing it publicly? Uh, yes. Like on video, yeah. are they required to? Because yeah. you know what the, media, what the yeah. argument is going to be, and even some of us will say it. Well, it's in the song. We need to stop saying that and not stop using the word ourselves if we don't want yeah, two, people to, to recite what we say. You know, you've heard yo, that plenty of times. No. So no, I, for listen, me, what, even if you don't think it's a big deal, no HBCU should be offering somebody who got their <laughs> got their Power Five scholarship revoked for saying the N word, like. I, I, I don't know, man. Like I said, that story doesn't make us look any better <laughs> from what Ed Reed was saying. Uh, y'all man, Shannon Sharp, he was at Staples Center the other day, caused a whole ruckus where the Lakers-Grizzlies game had to stop because he basically was about to fight the whole Grizzlies team to protect the honor of LeBron Sausage. I want y'all to, I want y'all to think about Did y'all about see this? How much better would LeBron be if he didn't have Neck Wright and Shannon Sharp inside of his draw? At this him down, weighing him down, <laughs> weighing him down. down every day. Yo, this dude basically started an argument with Dylan Brooks to say, you too small to guard LeBron. Like, LeBron is on the court. Like, LeBron can – like, this is the same Shannon Sharp when – quote-unquote, regular spectators do this. They go on their shows and talk about how buying this ticket doesn't give you the right to say this, to say that, to do this, to do that. And he did apologize afterwards and say, you know, and he even said, I'm not even going to use the excuse saying that's not me because that is me, but that's just me out of character. But, like, he literally got up, stepped a little bit onto the court, had to be restrained by security, called out Dylan Brooks. Stephen Adams came over there. To me in the video, he didn't look like he looked like he was trying to look over Stephen Adams, and I would too. I'm not trying to rumble Aquaman. Um, John Morant's dad, you know he was going to get involved in whatever it was. They they squashed it out afterwards. That was They were cool. But, like, why is it this serious for, for Shannon Sharp? Why is it this serious? And LeBron kind of defended him. I heard him being called a hypocrite this week because, you know, LeBron, he'll point you out and get you kicked out just for saying something to him. So it is kind of crazy for him to defend this when he'll go over, grab security, come over and point you out like a kid in kindergarten getting somebody in trouble. So it it, it was a mess all around, man. What y'all got to say for y'all, Unc, man? Yo, um, so that's a lot of points. But yo, I just um, nothing really no, other than I was saying, you need, just, you need to stop co- <laughs> Yo, you need to stop cold offing. Um, the fact of the matter is, man, this world whether something is right or wrong depends upon whether you like the person that's doing it. That's what it all boils down to. 
<laughs> whether something is right or wrong just depends upon your feelings on the person that's doing it. That's how the world operates. Um, so <laughs> it's not really surprising. No. Yeah. Um, so after the after the um, crypto dot com arena staff got everything under control, uh, I heard Shannon looked over to Brian and was like, "The royal penis is clean, your highness." <laughs> Yo. I tell you one thing. I've been watching since then too. Yo, Dylan Brooks do be talking crazy to everybody though, not just saying to everybody. Like the Memphis at least he's Grizzlies can, at least, crazy to everybody. At least, at least he's at least he's at least he's consistent. But you would Dude. think Dylan Brooks averaging like thirty and twenty right now the way he be talking. Yo, and that's absolutely true. And as a squad, you would and we talked about the squad a few weeks ago. You would think the Memphis Grizzlies got like three titles. They they the latest you know we've been here before type type squad. And they ain't been anywhere yet. To their confidence, you know. I think what are they number two in the West right now? <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. But Shannon Sharp, free Elba Bard, man. Free free Elba Bard because he told y'all, man. Tom Tom will reveal, man. Tom will reveal. Oh, Speaking it, of it, it's crazy because I'm proud. I'm proud of Shannon in the sense that he went from speaking purely Mississippi mud duck slavery talk <laughs> to being relatively articulate. You know, we used to look at him as being nothing more than the embodiment of the mascot on the Broncos logo. To now, yo, dude can read, he can yeah. write, he's articulate. Like, everything is going in the right direction, except he puts on $9,000 worth of clothes to go sit under LeBron's penis and hold it up. <laughs> like, come on. And you're 50, you 57 years old. Like, come on, fam. All right. Well, speaking of LeBron, Bronny James has been selected for the McDonald's All-American game. Why? Um, that wasn't nepotism, was it? Not that nepotism is a bad thing. <laughs> if you got the power, wield the power. But um, I saw a lot of arguments about this this week as well because cause cause Bronny is definitely not ranked in the top 24. But at the same time, the McDonald's game, it's not always necessarily the top 24 because, you know, they're into marketing and putting butts in seats and attention and all that as well. So if that's what your what your brand is about, how do you leave Bronny James out of this? Like, if, if, I'm, if I'm them, I'm like, hey, I'll put Bryce in too. He's not even a senior. Just come on. <laughs> Give us that attention. <laughs> Just come you on. Come, you good. Shout out to him. Um, even Brian said, like, as far as colleges go, like, Bronny can go to any college in in America. All I got to do is pick up the phone. So maybe you know with this McDonald's All American game, Bronny. Yo, the funny thing about that is take an opportunity away from a kid with a miserable life. (laughs) Yo, the funny thing about that is it's true, but I think it's hilarious that Brian really said that. That's a real quote, y'all. Like that's not just making that up. He said it. No, no, Brian be saying stuff these days. Yeah, you know. Athletes, he get, he's getting that age. He getting that age. He stop caring. Yeah, that governor start coming off. He say what he want. All right, and last thing, did y'all see at the Loyola Chicago Duquesne game where the Uber Eats delivery driver walked onto the court while the action was going on right near him, looking for his customer? I don't even see how this is even possible. Like because you don't need a ticket to get into these games. You can just come in with yeah, your Uber Eats. Shout out to that customer or, service, man. Right. That, that was customer for, service. That was a like, Uber pay for that, though. They had to, man, because I'm sitting here like, how is this possible? And 
even if you're not a basketball fan in the least, like you see that there's a basketball game going on. This dude walked onto the court as if he was oblivious to the fact that all 15,000 of these people in this bowl are watching something down there where you're walking. You know, it was hilarious, though. I don't know if it was a prank. I'm, I'm, I lean towards what Jimmy's saying. Like, it looked like it was a setup. Uber Eats was definitely on their advertising joint. But, uh, Jim, I sent you that, so I'm out. We're going to take some of these phone calls now and then then be out. Did You, you got that? Yes, sir. Right. Oh, dig it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, oh, we got a couple calls on the line. And shout out to Kobe, man. Three years anniversary. R.P. Kobe. Shout out to Kobe. R.P. Kobe. Let's get Brandon on the line. Brandon wants to talk about the Jets. What's up, Brandon? Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Um, What's that? So, yeah, I wanted to talk about the Jets. Um, so they brought in they brought in Hack for the offensive coordinator. They brought in. Uh-huh. Um, Jesus, the uh, old line coach, I forgot his name. Um, but I, I, the reason they, I feel like the reason they bought in Hack was because they want Aaron Rodgers. You know, I think I, I think the writing's on the wall. I think they're going to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, they they had a good relationship hacking hacking Aaron Rodgers. You know, he was uh-huh. MVP. He had a good uh, offensive. Um, when when he was there in 2019 2020 so they have a they have a really good relationship and you know if they can bring that let to me, new york let you know, me ask you I, this I right Cause because i mean ask you this question i think you're getting ready to say but let me ask you this question because the jets had a tremendous season um you know their coach has seen to turn around um the team and, and bring a different culture and some will say they were only a quarterback away so do you think if they were able to pull this off and bring Aaron Rodgers, what do you think the chances of the Jets competing for a title next year? I, I think it's a really good chance. I think it's a hundred percent, you know, that they can um make it to the playoffs and, and maybe maybe make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, you look at the offense, you know, they have a good offense, they have the top five defense, um, Sauce and, and Reed, you know, uh, I, I, it's a really good young football team. It's a really, but I mean, like everybody was saying, you know, they're a quarterback away, and they they just need a quarterback. And Zach Wilson is not the answer right now, and he might not even be the answer. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Be awesome. You got any thoughts about if Aaron Rodgers was to end up on the Jets? Do you think it makes them a contender right away? Yes, um, because I don't think Aaron Rodgers has fallen off. As far as as most do, I, I I think that he suffers from a lack of weaponry and uh, mm-hmm. whack defense. So you're giving him a top five defense, and you'll be able to upgrade some of the weaponry offensively. And and it's not that the Jets don't have tools, so I think it's a uh, plausible. But you get a certain package with Aaron Rodgers, and that in a New York market would be very interesting. Yeah, that's the thing too, though. Like you know, um, well, obviously it doesn't matter. You're not you're not looking to be the long term solution, but it could be a nice stopgap. So I mean, we'll see what happens, man. I I would like to see it though, just to you know, see how that plays out. Okay, all right, Brandon, man. Thanks for the what, call, what, man. We what appreciate. What do they do with uh? What do they do with that? 
I mean, think, you got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron... If you, your choice is Aaron Rodgers or Zach, I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I mean, Zach, Zach Myers, um, Aaron Rodgers. You know, he he grew up watching Aaron Rodgers. I think it's a, I think it's a very good fit. Even if they bring in Aaron Rodgers for two years, three years, let him let him sit and let him groom under under Aaron Rodgers. Because I mean, Zach Wilson, you know, he he needs that. Yeah, you know, and that's so that's that reset period with with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, get out the way for a minute. And you know, either either you can learn, or you know, we'll figure out something else. But if we got a ch- chance to put Aaron Rodgers in that spot, then you got to go for it. Um, but yeah, thank, thanks for the call, Brandon. We appreciate it. You're welcome. All right, have a good one. Hi. All right, we got another caller on the line. We got. Let me see. I'm trying to go down the line of all the callers we got. We got a. Uh, this is Rob calling in from Cali. This is Rob right here. Hey, Rob. What's up? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can How are you? Me. What's All up, man? How y'all been, man? How y'all doing? All right, how are you? Real good, real good, Rob. What up with you? What's your I'm thoughts, good, man? I'm you know, good. it's a big weekend, big week in the NFL, man. What are your thoughts? Man, man. First of all, I'm glad to see Anthony Davis is back. You know, you know. Hopefully, he'll stay healthy until he gets injured again, like five games later. But it's all good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Westbrook has impressed me, you know what I'm saying, the Lakers, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I really, really, really didn't think he would do go off the bench, but it is what it is, you know. Uh, speaking of which, you know, first of all, RIP, RIP, the, the GOAT, the Mumble Coat, you know what I'm saying, and uh, shout out to all girl dads everywhere. What goes, um, Michael Jordan died? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, it doesn't it doesn't really matter because all the best players are dark skin anyway. But anyways, um, you know, um, Yo, uh, you hey, it's true, it's true, it's just. But 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 one thing I, I do want to say, uh, I am very surprised. I think they're talking about surprises. Isn't it crazy that Harry Rosen was was in reports he was trying to trade up to get Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence, but you know he didn't. But they won't let trade up, you know. So I, I thank thank you, Jets, for not trading, making that trade. And uh, Jalen Hurts has impressed me. I'm not gonna lie, his um, his communication, his quarterback intelligence. I'm very very shocked. I've never seen a player going from not being able to throw accurately to to performing well. And to me, I don't, I don't want to say it's all his athleticism because to me, he's not like a super. Because you know, you know, in Philly, I'm used to like super athletic quarterbacks like McNabb or Michael Vick, but he's just very, very poised. He, he like the coach, the coach does a great job at putting him in the system, and, and I'm very, 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 um, uh, what do you call impressed. Well, first off, well, first off, Rob, I do got to say one thing, man. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this, man. One of us on this line, I'm not going to say who, was trying to fire Howie not too long ago, maybe like a couple years ago. And, you know, some of us were like, you have some patience. Let it play off. One of us is trying to, trying to get Howie out of here. And now Howie is seemingly the best at his, at his job in the entire league. So, I mean, you know, I, I just want to put that out there. 
Yo, yo, Holly got me wanting to change my religion and and, and fight with Kanye, but 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 that's me here or there, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, he has. I mean, okay, the draft picks, you know, like I said, Jordan Davis is. Come on, we haven't really seen him on the field. Like I knew it was gonna be a bust because he was too fat and too lazy. And the Kobe Dean is good. The Kobe Dean is good, you know. So what? How do you know that? We haven't seen the Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis is in his rookie year. We seen the Kobe Dean play. He actually did good. Rob, so you not so you you not just gonna realize that you hating? You not you not gonna admit to it? No, no, no. I I I, I did not. Listen, listen, until I see, until I see, like, you got to remember, this is Philly. We're used to Fletcher Cox, to Corey Simons, to um, who else? Um, the Trent Coles, you know what I'm saying? We're used to guys who get after the quarterback and get nasty in the trenches. So so I'm used to that. Now, or, 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 or even with Benny Logan, he was actually a good nose guard for us. I'll give him that, you know. My man went but, from Clyde to Benny Logan. I mean, no, I mean, we went crazy. I mean, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, I did. I said what I said. But but I want to ask y'all this. Uh, hello, can y'all, are y'all there? Yeah, we here. We here. Uh, uh, is 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 he going to break the? It, whatever happens on Sunday, it, whether one or lose, do you think Jalen Hurst is going to break the mark? Is going to break the market after this season? I mean, listen. If he if he yeah. gets the Eagles to the ball, contract is and, going to be the single thing well. that kills the Eagles. They're gonna they're gonna have it? to back the truck up. They're gonna have no chance. They, what's the alternative? You have no chance what? but not to. Like if he he first of all, even if he doesn't win the MVP, he's going to be like a top three person within that race. Um, has success in the playoffs. They're one game away from the bowl. You gotta pay that man. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right, and you know what? I, I, um, yeah, you gotta pay. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay him, and and that's why I'm so urgent for them winning, because this, because this, um, this, like, this, no, 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 this, this, this is this contract is gonna destroy the Eagles. Really, his contract is gonna destroy the Eagles because they ain't gonna be able to to pay anybody, and and uh. Because because the one position that I think that they should uh, that they should uh, keep in mind is the uh, quarterback no no the the lineman position but you know I honestly think they should just keep the two players they need to keep is Salmalu and and Gardner because Salmalu people forget he he he's a play center you can move him to the center. Now Garner is an interception machine, and I want and I want to know what Beyonce thinks about Garner. And, and Dev, why you why you relaxing back there? Man, say something. Garner, you said Dev. Uh, Dev like, had like to step away, good brother. Dev, Dev had to step away. Dev's not even here right now, good brother. It's just us. But um, the one of the things why that's interesting to me is you, you're talking about these moves, right? As if they don't have, they're not one game away from the bowl. They can't. You you can't you can't be thinking about. You know, and I guess that's how he's job too, to a certain extent. But yo, you gotta win now in this league. 
you can't be worried about if I do this, we're not going to be competitive in five years. You got to win right now, because nothing is ever promised. Um, and the fact is, they can't not pay that man. I mean, unless you unless you want to go with Gardner Minshew, you are you ready to go with Gardner Minshew? No, 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 no. I'm not saying don't pay him. I'm not saying don't pay him. What I'm saying is, is if you're gonna pay him, at least keep one or two of these players in place because I. I can't believe Beyonce said I think Beyonce said it. He said his contract's gonna destroy the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean listen, true, but you know but but you know listen, what man, but you know if what I'm he, in my he, about that. He you know what, he deserves it. I mean, to come from where he's came from, you know, and and, and everything he's been through and to have a coach that listen, really stop, believed stop, in him. Stop, stop what? Let me stop you for a second. This is business and I'm surprised. Jimmy didn't correct you. You don't get what you I was deserve. letting me finish. I was letting me finish. It's, it's business you on get, both sides, the Eagles side and his ne- side. You get what you negotiate. I'm not mad at either side and what's about to occur. I'm going to be sad as an Eagles fan, but you can look at it from multiple perspectives. As a fan, I just need this bowl, right? Because at that point, if we win this bowl this year, we've got two in my lifetime and two within the last five, six years, yo, I'm cool. I'm cool. We could, we could bring Rich Kotite and Ray Rhodes back together to Coco. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm cool. That being said, that, that being said, let me explain something about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, honestly, Jalen Hurts has a good, a very good mind. I'm not going to say great, but very good mind for football. He's a hard worker. He's intelligent and he has maximized his potential and talent, right? Talent, think of talent as being a, 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 a glass, right? Uh, it's a literal glass. The amount of talent you have is the size of that glass. The work and effort you put in is the water that, or liquid that you pour inside of that glass. Jalen Hurts has filled his glass. He can't hold no more water. There are far more talented guys out there but he's maximizing his talent. What happens now is you've only ever, in a, in, a, in a league, you only ever have five guys that can cover over a team and carry a team. He's not one of them. So when he can't pay the other players because he has maximized his earning potential and he's going to get a $300 million contract, he's going to be asked to carry the team and he's going to look like... He'll go back. But by that time, what Jimmy's saying, and I agree with, hopefully we got another Super Bowl ring, so it don't really matter. I'm seeing It don't even matter, yo. Well, listen, though, we, we ain't got a couple minutes left. We got, we got a oh, more, bro. My, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll say it real quick, and I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, because I'm going to talk about other things like the HBCUs and things like that. that do. But, but, but I'll leave the HBCUs to y'all because y'all, y'all went there and stuff. But I will say this. Um, as far as the game, I I'm pretty confident that because a lot of Eagles fans are Dallas, but I'm pretty confident that um in us at home because it's at home, and when you're the underdog, for us it's an advantage because you know it's Philly. We like being underdog. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it is what it is. You know, this is this is the place where, you know, R.I.P. Joe Frazier, 
knocked out R.I.P. Muhammad Ali, you know, the 15th round, gave his first L, the underdog, you know what I'm saying? We ain't pretty, we ain't too nice, you know what I'm saying? So I think uh, I, I think what the Eagles need to do, other than establishing the run, is protect Jalen Hurts, establish the run, get nasty in the trenches, and the big, the B, the BP, the big plays downfield. Because we're first, what comes to 20 yards or more? Guess who's like, like the, the worst or 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 sort of last is, is San Francisco Rainbow Town 49ers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we got to beat the Rainbow Town. Yo, real quick, I do want to say this, though, because, you know, my favorite team is DraftKings, right? And because of that, I realized that the Eagles are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And being as though a home team in the playoffs, that's damn near like being even. You generally get three points just for being at home. So it's not like they're a real favorite. This is like an even game, according to Vegas. I mean – so we'll see what I, happens. I mean, and, and, and I get mad. I ain't gonna lie. I get mad when I talk to people. They say, "Well, we didn't play anybody." It's like, bro, we play like three to four playoff teams, and some of them we, we blew out. Like, listen, the Giants, man, you gotta play like the Vikings. You, can't, you don't, you don't pick your schedule. This isn't, this isn't Alabama. That, 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 that's why. Um, who, that, you know what I mean? Shout out to Tobias, who got to bring him over. This isn't Alabama. We don't pick our schedule. Nobody picks their schedule. You play who's in and, front of you. It is what it is. But Rob, we really gotta and, go, and, man. We only got a couple and, minutes and, to get back online, man. And and, and 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 instead instead be also just really clown Sarah Sharp. I ain't gonna call you know what's his name Plantation Radio. I'll call him Cotton Picking Radio from because he boots for Bama or Cotton Patch Radio. But yeah, you all right, man, care, we gotta man. go, Rob. Rob, have a great right, week, bro. brother. We'll Take it easy, you, bro. Later. Roll damn wow. Tobias. What, wow. What's up, okay, bro? um, I had to wake up there. How's it going, gentlemen? What's up with you, man? How are you? Good, good. Uh, Alabama's the number two team in the country in basketball. <laughs> and, um, I mean, hey. I mean, that's until legislation gets passed and they stop letting blacks play in Alabama. You know, y'all know, hey. y'all know somebody's down there fighting for that right now. Hey, Alabama don't, don't tolerate white boys at the school that rap N words. This is a different day and an age. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. But uh, hey, hey, of course Big you can. Big Saban got a. Hey, Got rid of that defensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien. Hey, the defensive coordinator, Pete Golden, conveniently got the old Miss job as a defensive coordinator with one year left on his deal. And he's, uh, he's been in Alabama five years, and no one offered him a head coaching job. So you know he was trash. But anyway, the, the, these playoff games, right, I think Kansas City mm-hmm. is going to win. And, uh, I think they're going to win. But, uh also, the other team is going to win is uh, the 49ers have the type of defense that who's fast mm-hmm. enough to run with the Eagles. But uh, yeah. the key is the Eagles have to get out in front and make Brock Purdy throw when he has to come back. I'm not saying he's bad because Alabama offered him a scholarship, by the way. His dumbass chose Iowa State. He didn't want to get with a winner. But anyway uh, – Kind of like choosing a four, a strong four when you got a ten staring you in the face. But anyway, uh, I mean, what you know, the do though? Go ahead, I'm sorry. Hey, angle line. We also had two of Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones in the wing, so hey, it happens. But uh, but you got to make Brock Purdy have to pass when you you know when you're from behind because playing from behind is totally different than playing from in front. Hey, hey y'all were talking about Jalen Hurts' contract. 
The problem is not paying the quarterbacks. It's kind of like the NBA where everybody gets a max deal. Was Zach Levine mm-hmm. making about the same amount of money as LeBron James? <laughs> you know, but I think what happens is, Jaylen, like you've seen how great Patrick Mahomes is now because we can't name any of their receivers right now. His receivers will go yeah. to the club right now and won't get ball service because they think they don't, they don't believe they're NFL players. Uh, I listen, you know, but, it sounds crazy what I said, but I think Patrick Mahomes might be the most underrated quarterback in the league. And I know that sounds absolutely insane, but he I is. think he's so good. He's so good that him throwing 5,000 yards and 40-whatever touchdowns, like, we just expect it. Like, we don't even blink at it no more. He does things that you, that statistically and even, like, from an athletic standpoint, you probably shouldn't do. But we just expect him to be great at this point. He reminds me of Jordan. Where, you remember how Jordan got taken for granted in a way? We had Carl Malone yeah, with yeah, a damn MVP. He was giving MVPs to Carl Malone and all them other weirdos, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Patrick Mahomes could, could carry a team. And it's no knock on Jalen Hurts. But you can't pay him like the guy that could overcome and carry a team. Uh because that, cause he's that guy you got to have stuff around. It ain't no knock on him. It's just that the team has to be realistic and they have to come to a happy medium here because they have no, to you keep don't. the guy. If I'm Jalen Hurts, ain't no happy medium. Give me my money. Hey, you know what? What's, what's that, I what's don't that, blame what's that him. Meme coach but, walks, but, what's that coach, that meme where the coach walks in the locker room talking to his team? Give me my give money. Me my money. But what happens yeah. is, but see, I think, but you kind of get what I'm saying, but he has, but the Eagles, I think they're going to end up having to pay this guy, but I'm like, look here, if you talk giving this guy $45, $50 million, and those, and like, what, what they're doing is the right thing, like the Bengals do with Burrow. You maximize this team run before you got to pay the guy. And, uh, and that's why it's imperative to get that Super Bowl, because once you pay this guy, He's not going to overcome like you got to let some of these receivers go when they got to get paid. Offensive linemen, defensive linemen, guys who don't have to get paid. And that means Listen, you got to keep if hitting he, in the if draft. He but the, if he wins the Super Bowl, right, if he somehow wins the Super Bowl this year, well, they're gonna pay him. it kind of don't, don't – but it don't even matter what he does. Once you win one Super Bowl, you, you put in this little, like, this little class where you kind of write your own tickets. You can just sit around and throw interceptions every game like Brett Favre did and nobody cares. Except so for Patrick Mahomes because – except for Patrick Mahomes because they – they, they 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 think Josh Allen's better because they almost beat him in the game, and they think Justin Herbert's better because they he kept it close a couple of times. Uh, who gets no smoke for not for looking like crap against Jacksonville that last game? By the way, remember I always say, fellas, get to a level as a quarterback when the media blames everybody else but you. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, I, I think I think I think his turn his turn for blame hasn't come around yet because he's still fairly young, and also nobody really cares about the Chargers either. Yeah, I dated a chick who was a Chargers fan. Oh, it, was, it was just sadness. Uh, but you know, uh, one thing though, was like right? I know y'all. Yeah, even though I was dead a consoler, that's all I got to say. But uh, <laughs> you know, that's all I got to say. Hey, you need, you need a shoulder to lean on, holler at me. But uh, but y'all talking about this Ed Reed thing, right? The thing with Ed Reed, he shows he's had a, he doesn't have the temperament to be a head coach. Uh. Because I believe it's that, to me, in my opinion, I would have kept that in-house because we know how black people, Fred Purdue, like to run, run with stuff at HBCUs. 
And I wasn't saying, hey, the office ain't clean. I was just going to add, man, and be like, hey, man, y'all know that. That's kind of ain't right right there. What's going on here? And, and he didn't do his research before he even interviewed for the job. Listen, sometimes, right, and anybody with a brain understands, sometimes it's best just to be quiet and let somebody else um, show the world, like, what you're, what you're really getting out of. Because after that, a lot of folks that I know were like, look, um, they dodged a bullet by not having him as coach because this would have been very volatile moving forward. Sometimes it's best just to be quiet because, you, you know what I mean? Like, he's out here screaming and carrying on and, 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 and letting out other business where his, his attorney is his attorney is on TV literally telling him, like, Ed, please be quiet. Like, anytime mm-hmm. your attorney is on TV telling you, Ed, please be quiet, you know you're talking too much. So, I mean, all you got to do is put a microphone in front of him and let him expose himself. Yeah, and my thing is, right, because – so why are folks surprised when Phil Cookman said we're not going to hire you? <laughs> you know, you pretty much talk crap about us in front of the whole world, you know. And what the problem is, like you were saying, let someone else speak. Like those students protested their conditions, you let them do the speaking. Yeah. Uh, and you stay out of it as a football coach because you, you guys are right that everybody associates them with all HBCUs when we got plenty of PWIs that are corrupt and mismanaging money. Uh, but that, but they don't get with that sweeping, with that whole sweeping at broad brush. And I just think that he, it just shows that his temperament is not to be a head coach. He can't be the he, he's not he's not head coach material to me. He's motivational speaker to me. Bring you in, cuss you out, say get out there and play. He ain't no head coach. Mm-hmm. A, head, a, a guy with a head coach temperament wanting to carry it on like that. People can say what they want about Dion, right? A, a lot of he, he said a lot of, but he ain't really saying anything. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. But he won't publicly blast at the school because every coach has an issue with their school. Because the Alabama basketball coach wants a brand new stadium, like a basketball arena, which is like 30 years outdated, right? But he ain't on Instagram live killing them over it. That's how he's a. I just think you gotta handle stuff inside and let if the, if the conditions are bad, let the students be the one bringing that up. Yeah. And, uh, more and white and white schools have those issues too. I just think sometimes you just gotta be quiet, keep your mouth shut, and just be the bigger person. Because I couldn't have him as my head coach being that way. To be honest with you, nobody wants that, and that's why that's why he may have not only cost himself that job, but any job moving forward. Oh, I'm, I'm, guy, I'm watching. That. I'll say before I run. LeBron said he could pick up the phone at any school he wants his son to go to. He'll go. I was like, look here, let, let, let's keep it a buck, fellas. We seen Bronny's dating choices, so we know HBCUs are out. Uh, oh man, <laughs> you know. already know. Oh, Bronny, Bronny got a trail of all kinds of milk. Like he, yo, Bronny is a top one of the top young milkmen in the country. Like he, you know what I mean? Like yo. It is what it is, no, man. Like, there's a whole learn, YouTube video. He learned nothing, learn nothing from his uncle Kyrie. Not a thing. He ain't lying. No, he learned, hey. he learned from the young Kyrie when Kyrie and Braun were teammates. He learned from that Kyrie. He don't know the new Kyrie. Hey, hey Bronny, Bronny don't eat regular chocolate until you get the white chocolate chips. The white chocolate on Hershey bar, you know. But anyway, <laughs> hey, hey, you guys have a good one, man. Always good talking to you guys. And, and by right, the way, man, NBA. Hey, and by the way, guys, the greatest robbery in the NBA is the players versus playing in the games. But anyway, you guys have a great day. <laughs> All right, man. Let's do it with you, brother. All right, brother.
Yeah, man, before we get out of here, man, we got to just basically send a shout-out and rest in power to Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, this, this date in sports history on uh, January 26, 2020, is the day that Kobe passed away in the helicopter crash. So rest in power to GG Kobe, man. You know, tough situation, but, you know, want to send a send an RIP to the God, man. We are definitely about to get out of here. By the way, Skyview, man, I see you in the chat. I'm going to call you as soon as we get off here, bro. I'll your phone call. But, uh, you know, thank you and shout out to everybody who supports our show. Thank you to everybody who called in that got through. Those that couldn't get through, we apologize. Or we Word are off. getting out of here. Um, make sure you check us out uh, at warroomsports.com. That is the hub where all of our content, all of our social media, everything exists. So please, please make sure you check us out at warroomsports.com. You can also get my book, Sports the Book, at warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. And we'll see you chunks on Tills Naye. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.